Welcome to the Dr. Wayne Dyer Radio Podcast. Discover the wisdom and remarkable insights of Dr. Dyer, world-renowned spiritual teacher and foremost authority on how the power of your mind creates your world. And Dr. Wayne Dyer is joining us live. Yay! We're happy because <laughs> he's been busy. Yeah. Well, actually, before the show, I was I was teasing you because I said, "Well, we miss seeing you here." It was so right. nice to have you here in the building. You know, you were busily uh, working on the audio book, which we're all excited about the new book coming out. And you yes, were a trooper, a, I have to say. Boy, I'll tell you, that was a long, a long haul. <laughs> they work you. Know, you they work <laughs> you like crazy. Took about eighteen here, hours. They? Yeah. Hold on one second. Okay. <clears throat> I know there's a, a button on here someplace that I can push and stop me. So the cough drop. Ear, you know, <laughs> but I it's, can't find it. So that, it's from all the hard was. work. It's it's from Reed working you like crazy to finish that. No, book. it's actually from uh, this morning at nine o'clock. I was on a uh, two-hour Skype session. I just got off of it with uh, Carmen over at the Agascu at the Peter uh, Peter Agascu Center. Right. Doing my uh, doing my. Uh, well, we've had a new lot menu. of. Uh, I get a new menu every week. A lot of interest there. People are asking how you're doing, what's your progress, and yeah, it's going pretty uh, good. The, the pictures are showing that I'm getting straighter and uh, things are getting aligned. Still have a very serious pain in my neck, um, but I don't know if that's just one of my eight kids or if it's just <laughs> <laughs> right. Could be anything there, right? I <laughs> know oh, that pain's a little lower, but it's <laughs> no, I'm just teasing. Um, yeah, it's it's changing. Right right now, I just came off of two hours of. Uh, of exercises on it, so I'm feeling it. Uh, but it's it's a uh, it's a great program. It's this whole idea that our body is uh, you know meant to uh, do everything that on the left side with the right side, and we just get it out of alignment. And when that start stuff starts happening, we we have pains, you know, sometimes in our neck, and it's from um, it's from our hip being you know because then we start adjusting and we start leaning a bit forward, and then we lean our head forward and. And you multiply that by 30 or 40 or 50 or 60 years of, of doing those kinds of things, and uh, these misalignments take place. And, right. you got to get um, back in balance. But it is amazing how, kind of like in acupuncture, where they'll, you know, put the needle somewhere and you'll feel it in a totally different part of your body. Right. Just, you know, how exactly. we're all connected yeah. in that way. But it's but amazing this, our ability to method heal. Has, yeah, it's been wonderful. He's written, he's written a book called Pain Free, and it's... Uh, and his whole, his whole theory is, and, and he's, you know, he's not a medical doctor. He's not a physical therapist. He just got really interested in the body uh, to trying to heal himself. And then uh, he's, uh, he's the one who Jack Nicholas uh, credits with keep, keeping him from uh, being in a wheelchair. Uh, he was able to help him heal his back. And, uh, and Tony Robbins also, those are two people that really have endorsed his work. And so have you, haven't you? You, you right. do them as well. Yeah. I've been doing it. Uh, my, my husband was doing it and he was told mm -hmm. he had to have surgery, the whole thing, you know, a lot, a lot of what they were telling you, you know, and that's scary when they're wanting to cut into your back, you know. Yes. <laughs> it's yeah, a serious neck thing. And so on. Very so, close to the brain. <laughs> yeah. You know, you want to do everything you can to avoid that situation. Yeah. So it, it does work. So if, that's what know, I'm doing. Do I'm, uh, it's it's something I just commit to every day. You know, I'm I'm uh, some people call me obsessive. I started running in 1976 and I ran for 29 years and didn't miss it but one day in 29 years. So um, I I make a commitment to do it and I'm just I do them every day. And today was two hours. Yesterday was three hours. Um, and it's it's a fun process. But you're feeling better, so that's the important. I'm thing. Feeling better and getting ready for. Uh, the new PBS special, which yes. is uh, we're going to do it. We're going to air it in San Diego on the 10th and the 11th of December, and then it'll be airing all across the country 
Uh, it's called I Can See Clearly Now, and um, it's really a wonderful program. It's exciting. Uh, I've had a lot of people email about that, and also people are asking about the product for the program you just did in Anaheim with Abraham. Yeah, that was a great night. Well, you, did, you didn't get in there, did you? No, it was sold out. <laughs> It was so I have no connections. A, I have more. I, I thought I had connections. I couldn't even get people in. <laughs> right? They were tight on that It was one. a wonderful three hours, though. It was. It just went by and like, seemed like five minutes. Um, so did they and, tell you anything they, that really stood out? Like, Well, one of the things I, I ask about, because uh, I'm, gonna, uh, I'm working on another book in my head, which is a, a, a book on divine love. Which is uh, I want to take I want to do with uh, what I did with the Tao Te Ching you know change your thoughts change yes. your life take each of the eighty one verses and write what I think how you can apply that today in today's world I want to do that also with another great ancient um, holy book called the Bhagavad Gita yes um, which was uh, written right right around it was created right around the same time as the Tao Te Ching and uh, and it's the it's called the uh, it's, it translates to the Song of the Lord, and it's the book that the Gandhi based his life upon. And um, it's an ancient spiritual, you know, Hindu text. But whenever I read it, I just keep thinking there's, you know, it's, it seems difficult for a lot of people. Um, and there's a lot of Indian, you know, long terms and words in there and so on. And <clears throat> so I think I'd like to uh, take those 18 chapters in the Bhagavad Gita, and I'd like to uh, write... Uh, how I believe that we can apply that in today's world, because it's really it is all about living a God-centered life and uh, and coming from a place of God realization. And I asked Abraham about that, and I said, "There's something in the Bhagavad Gita that really concerns me," because I've read it like three times now in the last a few months, just in preparation for just the, the way that I prepare to to do a writing or a big project like this. And and there's a thing in there that uh, where Krishna, God, uh, is, is which is the Tao. Uh, uh, speaking to Arjuna uh, and giving him these inc incredible secrets about how to live from a place of, uh, of, of your divine soul. And, but he is also instructed to, um, by, by God, by Krishna, to, um, to perform his duty. He was getting ready to go to battle, and, and his duty was to go out there and kill people. Um, and, uh, and, and in the Bhagavad Gita, it uh, speaks to... Nobody kills anybody that all life comes from me, comes from God, comes from source, and so on. And, and I just uh, have such an issue with all of that, and um, I'm planning to write about that issue. And, um, and maybe, and, and what Abraham said is, uh, perhaps it's, it's, uh, it needs some revision. Perhaps there's this, I mean, that sounds like a, a, it's like revising the Bible or something. People sound, you know, that would be. But uh, it, it needs to have a, a new look at it. The world has changed in the last 2,500 years. And uh, Wow, that would be so, so amazing. Yeah, they said that maybe that's what you're here for. Maybe that's what you you know to, you are to look at this and uh, and give your own take on it. And, and that's what they said to me. So, wow, well, you have to do uh, it now. Yeah, <laughs> you must. Do. They, you know what story uh, yeah, it, I like? It, it was a fascinating. You know, the truth of it is, Diane, I can't remember too much of what happened. I was just so in awe at talking to these uh, ascended masters that uh, that just um, well, it's just incredible are so to focused. see. You know, to see Esther do it and, and what takes place and then, mm. you know, what the information that they reveal is, is really yeah. amazing. Because there's so, you know, there's an awful lot of channel stuff that's out there and a lot of people see themselves as channelers. But uh, this has been a teaching that I've been following uh, for the last oh, 25 to 30 years 
and um, it has always, always consistently been on. It's there's, there's nothing artificial about it. Uh, it's I think well, I would love to hear your interpretation of, of the Bhagavad Gita. Yeah, well, I've been I think thinking a lot, a lot of about it. People would too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know which story it, not, I like from the Bhagavad Gita mm, when mm. when Krishna reveals himself to Arjuna and he opens his mouth and he, you can see the whole universe. Yes. Yeah. It's just a kind of a neat metaphor because you talk about mm-hmm. that a lot too. How right? You know that it's, everything it's within that, us. Yeah, everything that, is within the, the us. The whole idea, the whole idea of oneness. You know, it's a uh, speaking of a a love that, uh, and I ask about that. Is you know, it's like when we leave our bodies, is that we enter into a world of love where there is no opposite, where it's just nothing but love. And and uh, they said yes, that is it. And it's very hard for us to comprehend that in in our duality because. Everything in this physical plane has an opposite. But when you're in a world where there's nothing but love, you know, there's no anger, there's no hatred, there's no rage, there's no violence, there's no killing, there's no wars, there's, you know, which is, again, what sort of what the Tao says. But it's like we can get there, that violence out of our hearts, you know, out of our hearts. We can get it out of, uh, we can get it out of our lives as well. Very interesting. Yeah. So did you yeah, want to so, say maybe a, a Thanksgiving message? You know, I can't believe Thanksgiving is Thursday. <laughs> I'm, I'm I always unprepared. Say about Thanksgiving. <laughs> I always say on Thanksgiving <laughs> that there's, there's, there's two words in there. I fast on Thanksgiving. It's uh, something I've been doing for years. Um, I'm in a cleanse right now. I'm in the second day of a 10-day cleanse. But I always, uh, for many, many years, I've fasted on Thanksgiving. <clears throat> as uh, Because there's two words uh, in that in that holiday. One is thanks. So that's and that's gratitude. To be in a state of gratitude um, uh, is, um, is is a place to uh, remind yourself at all times, you know, and not just in a state of gratitude for for the people who smell good and agree with you and and uh, and tell you all the nice things, but to be in a state of gratitude for everything. If you've got an illness, if you've got a sore neck like I do, if you've got uh, you know um, problems in your family, if you've got addictions or whatever, to to uh, be grateful in a, in a sense of uh, uh, saying there's something in it. There's something here for me to learn. There's uh, there's a teaching here, and uh, and instead of cursing it and being upset about it and wishing that it weren't there, I'll give you an example. I have a, a dear friend. Her name is Carrie, and she's a, a, a nursing training, and she's got her RN, but she's going for her bachelor's degree. And so they had told her that on uh, Wednesday of this, of the day before, and she's got, she's got she's a single mom with two children, and lives here on Maui, and. Um, and she was told, that, and she cannot say no if she wants the credits, if she wants to graduate, if she wants to get her degree, uh, that she is going to have to uh, serve homeless people on Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving, uh, and help them by washing their feet, and wash, uh, washing their hands, rather, and, and administering uh, to them as a, as a nurse, and, um, and just being there and serving them all day on a Wednesday, and it's, and it's required. And, and when we were talking about it, she was just so um, upset about it because, you know, she's She's a single mom. She's got two, two, two young girls, and she wants to get ready for Thanksgiving, and, and she has to spend like six or eight hours just serving uh, homeless people uh, and, and helping them to wash their wounds and, you know, and all of that. And she was going through all the reasons why this was making her upset, and I asked her to just stop. I said, and reminded her that when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. I said, uh, this is, I said, I am so humbled by what you have been asked to do, and, and instead of you saying, you know, this isn't fair and I shouldn't have to do this and why me and all of that. You should really be, you might want to think in terms of how, how, uh, what an honor it is to be in a place where you can uh, be out there just serving others. I said, I think of St. Francis. I think of Jesus. I think of Mother Teresa. 
and these, you know, these divine human beings who lived here in, in human form, who um, who would just go out and serve. They would wash the feet of of others, and they would, you know, embrace them, and uh, and so on. And so, for you, for a few hours, this is going to be one of the great experiences of your life. And instead of being angry about it, just be saying thank you and thank you. And I said, and, and I just want to know that I am so touched by what that you are doing this, that you are willing to go and do this, uh, that I. Uh, I, I put a, I sent a thousand dollars to her in the mail. Wow. I said, this is just, just a, my expression of, uh, of love that I have for, um, for the opportunity that you have to. And I ask if perhaps maybe I might join her and do some of that myself with her and help her, help her out and, you know, just reach out to, to people who are, you know, struggling. so that's, <clears throat> and, and that story just comes to mind just now. We just talked about it. And then when we hung up the phone, it was the other night, she said, I just, I just want to thank you. She said, you took all of the anger and all of the, um, the, 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 the hurt and the bitterness that I was feeling about being required to do this when I'm, I'm already an RN and I just, you know, I'm just trying to, you know, get the credits for my, for my degree. Uh, and she said, it's just like, it's, it's, I'm just going to make it a wonderful experience. So, um, so that's thanks. And the other word in, in this holiday is giving. And it's really about giving, so that that's why I fast, so that whatever I would be spending on whatever food I would be eating and so on, rather than um, you know being you know how we are so often gluttonous and so on, and, and our way of of showing appreciation is by just overeating and you know that that whole sort of syndrome that goes with with Thanksgiving that um, you know that wasted, tired, you know, want to go to sleep feeling up from overeating. Um, I, I just whatever it is that I would spend, I just I, I go out and, and and do something for other people. So it's like, be in a state of gratitude and 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 be in a state of giving, and um, and then you'll understand what this real meaning of this holiday is. Right, so true. So, and I bet that yeah. uh, your friend, you know, after she does that, she's going to feel, you know, what she gets back will be tenfold. You know, she's going Absolutely. to feel so much. And that's why I said love. I just put a thousand dollars in the mail to her. I said this is just uh, this is just a little bit of the. Uh, of the <clears throat> munificence that is going to show up for you in your life uh, as a result of uh, of serving, and that's what it teaches in the Tao Te Ching. You know, stay low, stay, be radically humble. Um, like compare yourself to the ocean. The ocean is st always stays low because it knows, it knows that all of the rivers and all of the streams will ultimately just come to it. It'll just come to it. You know, stay in that st in that state, and that's where all the power is. The power is in the ocean and not in the streams, and, and so on. So. That's anyway, great. That, that it's a was beautiful my message. Thanksgiving thing. Yeah, it was. I'm just glad I just remembered that now. Thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> well, we All have right, a let's lot see of people, there. yeah, that want Do to you? talk to you. Um, oh, sure. The board board is full, and I'm okay. sure with the, the holiday approaching, uh, probably some people with family things going on. But um, let's see. Let's start. Where should we go? How about Shelley in Oregon on line two? Sounds like a nice place. Cottage Grove, Oregon. And Shelley, you're on the air with Dr. Dyer. Hi, Diane. You have the Hi. soothing voice. Thank you. Wayne, <laughs> so good to talk to you. I was so grateful to participate in the live stream last week with you speaking to Abraham. Oh, my goodness. You were there, huh? You, you, well, I wasn't there. I was, on, I was on the live stream. But still, I felt like I was there. How did it come out? You're the first person I've talked to other than just I a few friends. I it. I got to did share you? with a couple of other people, too, which, you know, afterwards, which was just amazing. So, yeah, thank mm. you for arranging that. For years, I used to say that if I had to choose a father, it would be either you 
or Charles Ingalls from Little House on the Prairie. That is, until I heard the story you told about your daughter Serena when she said, well, I must have been in a hurry. Yes, right. (laughs) Isn't that a great line? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Um, I yeah. Well, by the way, that that will be made into a product. It's going to be you yeah. know we're gonna we're gonna put it into that whole thing with Abraham. It's gonna be, be uh, you're gonna make a little book out of it, and I think a, a DVD and all of that. Because I mean, just talking to someone who's coming from a place where you just can't talk them out of it. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like yes. when I when I talked at the end about the GMOs and about the modified food and, and how it, all of that, and, and I kept talking about all the things I didn't like, and I just thought, well, at least they should agree with me. And they and I said, 99% of the, uh, 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 you know, of, of the pineapples or whatever it is here on Maui, you know, our GMOs. And she said, well, then find the 1%. <laughs> you know, it was just, and taste it, yes. That was yeah. quite amazing, actually. I really enjoyed that a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, and I love, I love Esther's teaching. I love the teachings. I've been listening for years, too. I've been listening to you for years. I've been listening to Deepak and Eckhart, and I love it. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm really an inspired uh, person creating art and music. I'm fortunate enough to actually make a living doing what I love in this tiny Oregon town that I live in. Mm. And uh, so things are going really well. I've created a warm, inviting, colorful life for myself. Mm-hmm. My trickiest situation um, that I've, I've always wondered, what would I actually ask you if I got to talk to you? Because usually the, it, the answers always come. Uh, but the trickiest situation is with my significant other. We've been together for over 16 years, off and on with breakups, due in part to him being diagnosed, diagnosed with bipolar disorder and all mm-hmm. the addictions and the manic kind of destructiveness that goes hand-in-hand with that. I've struggled to stay centered for years and have good boundaries, stay in alignment and all of that, but you know, having that kind of up and down continually in my life and home makes it so difficult to stay in balance. And I totally love him, but I also love to have peace and calm, and so I, I like to choose the high-flying vibration. Right. Um, he struggles with his own emotions, and he doesn't accept the idea of an emotional scale and choice because of his disorder. He uses that. I mean, I don't want to say as an excuse, but, you know as the reason. Mm. So hearing that you and your wife have been separated for many years made me think, well, how do you make the decision that it doesn't work to live together, even if you really, totally, deeply love that person? Or I'm trying to figure out what's off in my own attracting that I can change to make my home mm. life with them. You know, well, two, two things come to mind, Shelley. Uh, one is, um, is um, get get the, your significant others to get uh, to get gluten out of his life if you can you know get get him yeah. into a gluten free world because there's a real connection between the food that we eat and um, and, and these kind of disorders so well, that's honestly, just... I've been gluten free for 20 years before it was such a mm-hmm. thing I've, I've been doing it for 20 years so he sort of right. does with me but not fully mm-hmm. yet yeah that can make an impact it really can i mean there's more and more studies showing that uh, the high increase in these kinds of, uh, you know, mental disorders are, you know, also related to the kinds of things that we're doing to our food supply. I mean, don't get me off on a rant on that. But it's, uh... <laughs> uh, no, that's funny. I, I honestly, I really can't necessarily get him to do anything because he's not really of the same mind as I am right. about alternative yeah. ideas. Right. You know. Yeah. And the second thing is, is when you ask about my wife and I and so on. And, uh, the truth of it is that um, you know that was uh, that was probably the low point in my one of the low points in my life, if not the low point in my life. Um, and I stayed in a low point for a while. So I guess 
what I have learned from that is if I were to do do something like that again, I would do it uh, not from a perspective of going through a year or two of almost uh, depression myself um, as a result of this breakup. Um, and, 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 and understand that whatever it is, whatever choices that I'm making, if I'm being, you know, sent in a direction of, uh, of having to, you know, take that high flying disc, you know, that you're talking about, you know, to go for, uh, you know, for, for going for just feeling good, you know, I want to feel good. I mean, that's, that's the message on my, my, uh, on my, my uh, cell phone for forever. You know, I want to feel good. Um, feeling good is the same as feeling God. And, and that you have a right to do that. Um, and instead of going through this guilt thing about, you know, how painful that would be and so on, uh, to do it from a place of love, to just, and that's what my wife and I finally were able to, to pull off. And, and I talk to her almost every day, you know, and, um, we have a very, very close loving, um, relationship. Um, and, and also coming from a place that it's like, uh, I don't need to have another person next to me in the traditional sense that, that maybe this whole society defines uh, in order for me to uh, to fulfill my own des- dharma and to live the life that I want to live. Um, I can do that from a separate place and still love this person unconditionally. Um, and that's the place that I would go to. Yeah, I really that, would. It gets tripped up because, you know, when things are so chaotic and all of that, those are the hard times, but... When things are going well, it's like wonderful to be in his company. So, mm-hmm. so perhaps just the idea. But I think of- you know, I think Khalil Gibran had it right in the Prophet. He said, "Let there be spaces in your togetherness," and he said, "Let the oceans roar in those spaces." Um, uh-huh. In other words, let, make those spaces big. I mean, you, you know, you've got to, only you know what what you feel inside and 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 what you're here for, and whether you're being inhibited from uh, really fulfilling. What it is that you signed up for? What you, what, you know? What you showed up here for? If 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 so much of it is on, um, you know, having to deal with the the the, the downside of uh, of his uh, bipolarism or his manic depression, um, and you know, and you can do it all from a place of love. You can. That's that's what I'm. That's what my seminar is about in in January in Maui. Uh, I'm coming. On divine love. I'm so Are you coming? Yes. Oh. Oh, you're going to be really, this is going to be I, just... I, I've ever been, yeah. so I'm going to be really excited. Oh, yeah, you're going to have a wonderful time. And uh, Anita Morjani is going to be there, and Immaculate uh, Kilabagiza. These are saints. These are saints that walk among us. Scarlett Lewis, uh, who oh, just wrote a book, yeah, whose uh, son was uh, was murdered at uh, Sandy Hook almost a year ago, December the 14th. Um, she's going to be there. It's uh, And some su- surprises. It's going to be an amazing time. Amazing yeah. time. I'm very thrilled. So that so you come, Shelley, from a place of divine love with uh, with your significant other, and uh, and let the oceans roar in those spaces. You know, it, it it might be it might be really good for him too, if he didn't have an outlet. Very often, people who uh, have these these you know the down times um, when they're when they're alone, um, it isn't uh, a lot of times. It's done just for um, what kind of a reaction it's going to get. It becomes a power play. You know. And if if you're not there to be the recipient of it, or to even be the observer of it, uh, um, it's uh, it might even be helpful to him. Yeah. Good. Good. Thank you. Yeah, you're very welcome. Yeah. I really appreciate that. It's so wonderful to talk to you. Yeah. Have you seen the uh, the thing that we did with Eckhart Tolle? The experience of, of I have. Uh, I have seen it. 
Uh huh. Well, we're going to send you a we're going to send you a copy of it. Okay. Oh, thank you so, so much. I would love to share that with yeah. some other people. Yeah. So, enjoy well, that. That was a wonderful day. January. Well. And thanks for coming and listening, tuning into the Abraham thing. I uh, I walked out of there so high after that. You know, I couldn't sleep that night. I mean, I just it's like knowing that you're talking to angels, you know, oh, but God. you really are. You know, <laughs> it was. Uh, <laughs> I, I was just, I'm in, in awe of the work that they do. It is just amazing. I am too. I was so humbled track. to be up there, just humbled by just, uh, you know, saying, well, what should I ask next? You know, just, you know, this one, <laughs> you get to, it's like getting to talk to God. So, okay. I didn't know. What do I say? You know, yeah, you know exactly. <laughs> how do I make more money? No, I don't want to know that. I don't want you know, to make my neck hurt. No, I don't want to do that. <laughs> To find out more about Dr. Wayne Dyer or any other Hay House author, please visit hayhouse.com. Thank you for listening.